Hello everyone, and welcome to Player's Spellbook. This is a podcast all about the magic of Dungeons & Dragons, starting with the spells in the 5th edition Player's Handbook. Together, we're going through all the spells and discussing their uses for both players and Dungeon Masters. I'm your host, Derek. I'm joined this week by my co-host, just normal Tim, not Mr. Tim. That was last week. We moved on to something else now. And this, we hope, has put you at a state of ease, certainly not dis-ease. It's detect poison and disease. Wow. I think that's the biggest stretch so far, but... <laughs> it was, <laughs> I it was like desperate, it. okay? <laughs> yeah, no. I... It's getting late over here. We're recording... <laughs> We're recording very late at night, and um, I'm mm-hmm. grasping at straws. Yeah. Uh, so do you think that Wizards of the Coast doesn't know the difference between poisonous and venomous, or they just couldn't be bothered? Ooh, that's a, that could be... <laughs> I don't want to upset our overlords at Wizards. Um, For sure. Honest answer, I suspect that the designers at Wizards suspects that the average D&D player doesn't know the difference between poisonous and venomous. Sure, yeah. And they're, of course, wrong about that because this podcast is on the side of the players. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think anyone at Wizards listens to this, so we probably shouldn't be upsetting our target demographic. I think they underestimated all of us. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or maybe they know exactly what it means and we don't understand what this spell means. Yeah, I think I think if you just take the spell, you will not be able to detect venomous snakes. <laughs> In any case, why don't we read the spell so that people know what the heck we're talking about? All right, detect poison and disease is a first level divination spell, and it's a ritual spell. It has a casting time of one action and a range of self. Its components are verbal, somatic, and material. Specifically, the material component is a yew leaf. The duration is concentration up to 10 minutes. For the duration, you can sense the presence and location of poisons, poisonous creatures, and diseases within 30 feet of you. You also identify the kind of poison, poisonous creature, or disease in each case. The spell can penetrate most barriers, but it is blocked by one foot of stone, one inch of common metal, a thin sheet of lead, or three feet of wood or dirt. The classes it is available to are the cleric, the druid, the paladin, and the ranger. And, of course, if you take the ritual caster feat, the magic initiate feat, or if you're a warlock and take the Book of Ancient Secrets invocation, you can get access to this as well. Another spell for everyone. Uh, Well, certainly for a lot of people, at least. (laughs) All the divine and primal casters get a piece of this. Yeah, which makes sense. It doesn't really seem like an arcane spell. Yeah, it certainly seems like a druid and ranger spell. I'm a little bit... I think the clerics and paladins are mostly in it for the disease. Mm-hmm. Um, they're healers, <laughs> and so this seems like the kind of thing that they would be interested in. But the poisonous yeah. creatures, that seems like the sort of thing that druids and rangers are mm-hmm. aware of. For sure. In any case, the debate that we were discussing <laughs> earlier uh, mostly revolves around the difference between poisonous and venomous. Yeah. Of course, the distinction is if it bites you and you die, it's venomous. And if you bite it and you die, it's poisonous. <laughs> yeah, that's a very good way to put it. Yeah. I've never so heard interestingly, it like you could uh, you could detect, say, like uh, one of those one of those really brightly colored tiny frogs, the like poison dart frogs. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah, you could detect those, but you couldn't detect, say, a snake because a snake is venomous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, like, obviously, snakes in this game do poison damage because having poison and venom damage would be so 
silly. <laughs> so confusing. <laughs> it would be yeah. confusing. So silly, I, but... I think that they probably say poisonous for like because for the purposes of this game, poisonous means a creature that can deal poison damage. I think that's yeah. the honest answer. Yeah, a hundred percent. They yeah. don't mean what we mean in the real world when we talk about the difference between poisonous and venomous in the world of D anD D for the purposes of this spell. A creature that deals poison damage in some way, whether it's through its traits or its actions, is a poisonous creature. And that's mm-hmm. the kind of creature you can detect with this spell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Very snakes, well green dragons, um, certain kinds of like the venom troll from uh, Mordenkainen's, um, all of that would ping on this. Mm-hmm. For sure. And diseases. And diseases. <laughs> yes, that's, that's the other thing to discuss, that there yeah. are some diseases in <laughs> yeah. D&D. However, uh the ease with which diseases can be cured by say a paladin just spending 5 points of their lay on hands pool or a cleric spending a second level spell that cast lesser restoration can immediately cure any disease. Yeah. Uh, and so disease in my experience doesn't tend to be a very big part of most D&D games because it's such an easy hurdle to pass. It, it's similar yeah. to what we discussed with the create and destroy water. You don't often have like survival based resource management type games in D&D because Dungeons and Dragons just makes that obstacle so easy to overcome. It's like I can just with one first level spell produce enough water for everybody for three days. Yeah. And in a similar way, like the idea of like, well, this town is dying of disease isn't really a big deal because the paladin can cure everybody in a few days. Mm -hmm. I feel like more than detecting diseases, this is. The way I've seen this maybe used most or like the way that comes to mind first is you suspect someone is trying to poison you. And so just a quick casting of this can confirm or uh, can confirm whether they're doing that or not. Yeah, kind of eliminates the job of the cupbearer of the king. Yeah. (laughs) You know, in in real life, how you had to have the guy who tasted all the king's food and drank all the king's wine before the king got it just in case it was poisoned. Mm -hmm. Um, Now you just the king has his local cleric uh, advisor just casting detect poison before he takes a sip of anything. There you go. Nice and easy. If it identifies the type of poison, then it's like, would you just know the name or would you know what it, I guess, would you know what it does? Yeah, no, that's a good question. It doesn't really say. Mm. You also identify the kind of poison. Now, I mean, one could argue that, uh, that perhaps is speaking to the different classes of poisons that the Dungeon Master's Guide lays out. Uh-huh. Uh, so there are a few categories of poison, largely discussing how the poison affects, like how the victim becomes poisoned. So you have, say, contact poisons, which happen mm-hmm. if any you know, area of exposed flesh is, ma- makes contact with the poison. Uh, you have injury poisons, which is like what snakes and scorpions do, like a poison that you would coat a weapon with that then deals damage you have ingested poisons which you have to eat and inhaled poison which if you like inhale some of it like the poisonous gas of a cloud kill spell will deal damage that way so maybe you could say that this spell just lets you know hey this is an injury poison or this is an ingested poison right um but my my personal 
preference would be to give as much information as I can from this spell. I think this is a pretty situational spell. Not a lot of people are going to be taking this uh, unless your campaign is going to revolve around poisons or diseases. Mm -hmm. And so to reward somebody taking this, I would, I would give them as much info as they can. You know what the poison is, you know how expensive it is, you know how much damage it does, like as everything, congratulations, you win. Here's the poison. And I think like if you're a really good DM and someone has a spell, you're going to try to poison them as much as you, as often as you can. <laughs> I know. In, in, in a twisted sort of way, taking the spell is asking to be poisoned. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, bear that in mind. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, <laughs> enough about that, I guess. Uh, why don't we move on to character corner and you can talk about our poison detecting specialist for this week. Who I have is D'Artagnan, the Dwarven Paladin. I picked Dwarf because they are uh, du- uh, resistant to poison, of course. Paladins have lay on hands, so if you're trying to deal with poison- poisons and diseases, uh, being able to create yeah, yeah. yourself he's, makes he's sense. He's your ultimate problem yeah. solver. Uh, but I think for his background and for the flavor, um, I was thinking that D'Artagnan, his village was wiped out by a mysterious disease. And he's been tracking its movements, and I'm kind of imagining that this disease doesn't like act like a regular disease. It seems like smarter and takes accurate and deadly strikes in certain places. Like it'll disappear and reappear uh, without warning. And so he's been trying to find out the source of uh, this disease, and he's like using detect disease to like find out like who's this person who's care like who would be this person who would carry it from like this village here all the way, like across the continent over here where it's struck, like how did it even happen? So I think, uh, just thinking of a story of this guy, like that's why he's out on the road adventuring is trying to figure out, um, what's going on with this, this disease and seeing if he can stop it. Yeah. that's Yeah. That's neat. Yeah. I mean, I mean, speaking of the, coming back to the like asymptomatic disease that we discussed yeah. earlier like what if this is a disease that specifically preys on dwarves mm-hmm. and like humans and tieflings and elves can be asymptomatic carriers of it but when a dwarf comes in contact with them like he's dead within yeah. a day and so him being a paladin d'artagnan is immune to it and so now he's you know trying to save his people by trying to wipe out this dwarf killing disease that some evil druid has let loose mm-hmm. yeah that would be cool. Yeah, that's cool. That that's really cool. Mm. Yeah. You have to like stop a caravan of merchants from making their way to a dwarven stronghold because without knowing it they're going to kill everybody yeah, there. Exactly. Yeah, no that, I I think that'd be a pretty cool background for a for a yeah. character. I'm you know, I'm out to cure a disease that's wiping out my people and I don't know how far it spread and I don't know who created it. Yeah. And released it. Is it just a natural phenomenon? Is it like some like abyssal tick that got loose from some wizard's portal um is it is it an evil druid that cooked this thing up yeah yeah actually seems like the sort of thing a hag might do hags are always doing stuff like this actually that yeah a hag could do it like maybe even targeting a specific bloodline Uh, like even people who are just ancestors of an you know of an adventurer who killed the hag's sister like 200 years mm. ago She's now cooked up this disease. And then so you don't even know who's who it's going to affect. It's just like random people are dying with no seeming pattern. Mm-hmm. Um, be a cool mystery to try to yeah. unravel. Like, what did all these people have in yeah. common? 
for sure. Or she cooked it up for Rakshasa, who's trying to get revenge on this person's ancestors and figures the same fastest way is to yeah yeah the rakshasa like hired some night hags to cook up a disease yeah, for it because he, he yeah he oh, died cool. and they, he was killed and came back a lot later and was like man this was guy was so prolific he has like 600 ancestors how am i gonna take care of this <laughs> how do you have so many kids <laughs> really good idea yeah, on this yeah um these, these humans they're like rabbits <laughs> I was only gone for like 500 years. <laughs> I was gone for 500 years. You're telling me they're a nation now? So uh, how are you going to attempt to kill D'Artagnan in the creature corner? Uh, well, a couple um, discoveries from a, a quick survey of the monster manual. There's only one monster in the monster manual that can cast, detect poison and disease. And that is, of course, the drow priestess. Um, makes a lot of sense when your whole society is based around giant spiders um Mm -hmm. detecting poisons probably worthwhile and it seems like drow society like from what i've read of the dritz novels basically thrives on noble houses poisoning each other so Mm -hmm. it seems like a very useful spell in drow society Mm -hmm. or if you're worried about being hunted by drow um right like if you're playing out of the abyss for instance i bet this is a really useful spell (laughs) because you're Mm -hmm. constantly paranoid about being ambushed by drow Uh, the other uh, little survey of the monster manual that I did was I was looking for creatures that are both proficient in stealth and that can deal poison damage. Because I think in that situation, this is a super handy spell because you can use uh, it to yeah. find the hidden creatures. Um, it doesn't mm-hmm. have that caveat like detect magic last week where it's only visible creatures to you. You know the presence and location of these poisonous creatures. Mm-hmm. So that includes things like the spider, the giant spider, um, imps and quasits, which is particularly relevant because they can turn invisible, so you can know where they are. Um, mm-hmm. Yuan-T, Ettercaps, uh, Medusa, and then at the higher levels, green dragons, um, all of which are stealthy and poisonous. So this is a super handy spell if your ranger is planning on making any of those creatures its favorite enemy. Uh, now, so to that end, I then considered, you know, what kind of monster might be sort of the opposition to creatures like that. Uh, and it got me thinking about the Yuan-Ti, specifically how the Yuan-Ti take the more humanoid looking of their society and kind of integrate them as spies and manipulators into nearby societies. Um, you know, part of, uh, not, not to give too many spoilers, but part of what's going on in Tomb of Annihilation involves some Yuan-Ti attempting to undermine a nearby society. Um, mm-hmm. And so I thought of uh, creatures in the, so Yuan-Ti obviously heavily associated with snakes, creatures in the real world that play, prey on snakes, and I didn't know this, is interestingly tigers. <laughs> Apparently tigers eat snakes. Um, and so I saw that oh. were-tigers dwell in the jungle, and I thought, well, how about an order of were-tigers dedicated to hunting down Yuan-Ti? Um, Interesting. Yeah, so I envisioned maybe like a jungle society, some sort of maybe humanoid or elf community on the edge of Yuan-Ti territory. The Yuan-Ti are sending in their spies to infiltrate and undermine this place. Uh, and so you have this like shadow war of Yuan-Ti versus were-tigers, but all of them appear you know, in daylight as just normal people, but some of them are secretly snake people and some of them are secretly tiger people and they're 
killing each other, um, you know, mm-hmm. in, in the shadows without anybody noticing. Uh, so I have a, a were tiger, um, a were tiger Yuan T hunter, um, which is essentially the were tiger from the monster manual, given a few ranger spells, specifically detect poison and disease. Uh, they have uh, resistance to poison, advantage on saving throws against poison as kind of a, a way of demonstrating how these warriors have proven themselves and prepared themselves for for facing their favored foe. Um, and then uh, beyond that, it's kind of your standard were tiger stuff. They have the, the same normal immunities and uh, they have some favorite enemy bonuses that allow them to better hunt down uh, the Yuan-Ti menace. Um, so I like that by using detect poison disease, you could detect these spies uh, just because they can deal poison damage. And so that allows you to, to figure out which ones are, say, normal elves and which ones are actually the Yuan-Ti you're looking for. Um, and then you can, mm-hmm. uh, these guys can, can take them down quickly like the, the hunters that where tigers are. Nice. So yeah, That's probably cool. wouldn't be interested in killing D'Artagnan. Probably would leave D'Artagnan <laughs> alone. But maybe they would want mm-hmm. to induct him into his secret society of the Were Tigers uh, if they discover mm-hmm. that he is. Uh, maybe it's the Yuan-Ti that were behind the disease. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. But uh, yeah, he might be immune to becoming a Were Tiger. I don't think they're. I think lycanthropy is a curse. I don't think paladins are immune oh. to curses. So I, I think I think he would be all right. Well, I mean, oh. as well. all right as a lycanthrope <laughs> is. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> were tigers, unlike say werewolves, um, aren't that interested in passing on their curse. Um, mm. And so I do think it would be like being inducted into a secret society. Maybe you have to go on a few missions for the were tigers. Um, mm. They, you know, maybe call themselves like the mongoose, like something that's opposed to snakes. Um, right. And then if you do enough work for the mongoose tribe, maybe eventually you discover they're actually a society of were tigers, and then you can decide to, you know, receive the receive their quote unquote blessing uh, as well Mm -hmm. and kind of be inducted into their shadow war. Um, I think that would be a cool, even just thing to put as a like B plot in a jungle based um, city that is in your campaign. Maybe your player characters don't get mixed up in it at all. And maybe they just happen to walk down the wrong alley and see like one guy stabbing another guy to death. And only yeah. later do they discover that the one guy is a were tiger, the other guy was a Yuanti, and what they thought they saw was not at all what they saw. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and even like the were tiger can know with absolute certainty, like that person is a Yuanti because I cast detect poison, and I know the type of the poisonous creature. That's part of the spell. I know that that's a Yuanti, and right. so I'm just going to kill it. Uh, whereas yeah. your player characters see some guy just randomly murdering some other guy on the street yeah, <laughs> because yeah, yeah. they don't have that kind of certainty because they don't have the context. Yeah, that makes sense. That's cool. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, maybe you can argue I cheated a little bit. This is sort of an adaption of an already existing monster, but I think it's a very cool concept and one that I would <laughs> yeah. highly encourage DMs adding to their setting. Yeah, for sure. If it's cheating, then whatever. I guess we're okay with it. Shucks. Yeah. Anyway, if you want to check out the uh, Were Tiger Yuan T Hunter, you can check it out at the DMs Guild along with all the other uh, monsters from our spell series and our other titles that we have uh, put up there. Um, it's all available under Griffin Games for you to peruse and uh, feel free to rate any of the titles that you, uh, that you pick up and leave us a review. We'd love to hear from you and, and figure out ways that we can continue to improve what we're doing. 
Mm-hmm. We also have, you have some homebrew diseases up there, right? What's that? Uh, we do. There is a <laughs> title up there called the Menagerie of Maladies, which includes a whole bunch of homebrew diseases that I've come up with throughout the years. Free for you to peruse. I've organized them from least lethal to most lethal um so yeah. you can decide what kind of game you want to run um, but that's yeah. definitely there and if you have a player character who's intent on taking detect poison or disease this is a great thing to include yeah there you go and you can also rate or review us wherever you're listening and follow us on twitter at player spellbook player spellbook with one s and join us next week we're moving on to disguise stuff. yeah i i can't disguise it i'm happy to be free of detection and we will see you next week <laughs> for disguise self spell you later <laughs>